Listener Production. The market's impressive winning streak has come to a dramatic end. And some of the biggest companies in the US will release profit results tonight. Join us for a preview. Good afternoon. I'm Steve. I'm Laura. It's Thursday, the 1st of February. Welcome to the Comsec Market Update. Not a great start to the month, it must be said, but it does follow a very impressive winning streak that we've had recently. Yeah, look, it hasn't been a fantastic day on the share market, I must say. Sad to report it, but I think it's okay because, as you mentioned, we had three very strong months of gains. Over the past three months, we lifted by around 13%. Yesterday, we hit an all-time high, our highest level ever. So I think that's pretty monumental. That's one for the record book. So it's okay because, you know, usually when markets are testing these higher levels, it's a little bit hard to stay there and we have to pull back at some time because what goes up must come down. So it's okay. It's just a little hiccup and we'll, we'll see what happens from here. Absolutely. And today the ASX 200 was down by, or at the moment, down by about 1.2%. So it's a heavy decline, but keep in mind that yesterday was our best day in a month and a half. So we're up a little over 1%. So basically today's gains wipes out most of yesterday's improvements and it follows eight straight days of gains. I mean, you've got to go back about nine months to have Mm. that type of winning streak. And one of the catalysts recently, or at least this week, has been a softer update on how much people are spending at the shops and also a softer update on inflation. So this has really opened the door for the Reserve Bank feeling even more comfortable about keeping rates on hold next week and then potentially cutting rates at some point later this year. At the moment, market's still thinking potentially August or September. And we've also been seeing US share markets hitting record high after record Mm. high, mostly last week. And that's why we're edging higher and higher with each day that went on, eight straight days of gains, as you mentioned. But unfortunately, yes, that's come to an end. We've snapped it. And last night we saw the US market actually falling. And there were a couple of reasons for this. So we did have some big tech earnings out recently, and that was the market's opportunity to respond to what happened there. So it was really the tech stocks weighing mostly on the market. But there was a very important decision, the interest rate decision over in the US, where they did keep rates steady, as was expected. But I think more attention was on what US Federal Reserve JP, Jerome Powell, the governor, had to say. Absolutely. So it was very widely expected they would keep rates on hold. There was something like a 98 or 99% chance that would be the case. But the reaction was very much about what could be ahead. And essentially, JP said that they're unlikely to be cutting rates next time they meet, which will be in March, on March the 20th is when they'll make that decision. There's been a bit of excitement that the Fed is very close to cutting rates. So anytime we're going to hear a pushback from central bankers, that could see markets heading in the other direction. And as you pointed out, you know we've been sitting seeing US markets at record highs. So heavy decline yesterday, down by roughly one and a half to two percent for US markets, but it does follow some pretty decent improvements. For the most part, for the past few years, the reason that we've seen markets going higher or lower is what's happening with interest rates or the expectations around interest rates. So, you know, at the late part of last year, we did see that big rally because markets were very optimistic that we'd get rate cuts early in 2024 over in the US and that had markets quite buoyant. We've had, you know, US central bank leaders coming out and sort of watering that down time and time again. Markets have remained optimistic. And again, last night, that's what we heard. You know, he basically said that there's no rate cut coming in March, but potentially later on in the year. So that's why we saw the market falling. Exactly right. Sectors today, all sectors are down, all 11 of them. Sea of red. So there aren't any uh, real standouts today with the 
occasional improvement from, say, a couple of gold miners, for example, did okay, and uh, Fisher and Pikeley in the healthcare sector managed to improve a bit. But broadly speaking, I mean, tech stocks down 1.1%. So some of those interest rate sensitive areas, property trust down about 1.7% as well. We've had uh, mining companies down in the order of 1% too. Major banks being a massive weight mm. today as well. And of course, the mining and banking sector together make up about half of the ASX 200. So when they're down quite substantially, that drags on the market. And if we look at the number of stocks out of the top 200, only 24 are improving. So the rest are either flat or falling. So that's pretty broad base yep, base gains, if you ask me. Very much so. So let's look at some stocks. And Block was in focus today. This is the company that bought Afterpay a couple of years ago, and it's headed by Jack Dorsey, who... That's a great name. It's like an actor's name, Jack Dorsey. But he basically ran Twitter in the past and he said he'd be carrying out another round of job cuts. It's the second time in two months that this has been done. So he's basically saying he wants a, a leaner organization. The job cuts are expected to be focused on a couple or a few of its businesses, including Cash App and also Square. And, you know, the stock came under pressure today. They are firing about 1,000 employees. They have about 13,000 at the moment. Mm-hmm. New Farm was another one. That's the agriculture company. They hosted an annual general meeting today. Basically, it gave a recap of how it did in 2023. But what took more of the spotlight was what the company had to say about 2024. And unfortunately, it hasn't been great. So New Farm flagged that it's been having quite a challenging six months so far, mostly due to high inventory levels, the higher cost to buy goods, and also some challenges with its crops. So this has squeezed its profit margins. And in the address, the CEO said that earnings will be more skewed to the second half of the 2024 financial year. Credit Corp was a standout, actually. It rose 5.8% today. Now, mind you, this is after falling about 2.5% yesterday, where it released its results. It fell short of what many analysts were hoping for made a loss. So over the six months between July and December last year, it posted a loss. And one of the reasons was a lift in delinquencies on the debt that it purchased over in the United States. So it's a debt collector. That played a part. But today there were a couple of brokers out there. They raised their prices for where they think the share price could be in 12 months. And that might have played a part in seeing the stock lift. The owner of IGA Supermarkets, Metcash, has actually gone into a trading halt this morning, which means its shares can't be bought or sold. And basically, it's in talks at the moment with another company, Superior Food Group, which it might be buying out. But of course, that's not definitely going to come to fruition. We'll have to wait and see what happens when these shares come online or they release an announcement. And $5 billion miner IGO down about 4.5% today. It was served with an order by the Supreme Court of WA to pay about $122 bucks in royalties to South 32. This is following IGO's divestment of one of its gold mine assets a couple of years ago. And IGO's rejected the claim but hasn't stopped the stock falling. And it's quite clear you know, really this afternoon was when the stock fell and that's when the news was released. Just a quick preview of what to expect from some of the big tech giants who will be out with earnings over in the US after the US market shuts. We've got three coming out tonight, including Apple, Meta and Amazon as well. So this will receive a lot of attention and because they are some of the biggest companies listed over in the US, it can really drive what we see. So Apple, some things to expect. So we're looking at, you know, how many iPhones they've been selling. An important factor here will 
will be what's going on in China. So that's Apple's third largest sales region behind North America and Europe. And of course, there's been a little bit of uh, controversy going on with Apple and China. Of course, Chinese authorities banned their workers from bringing iPhones into work. So that's put pressure on its sales. And recently, there's been talk about Apple discounting their iPhones in China only, which is basically unheard of in the history of Apple. And there's also been a major competition over in China as well with their Huawei. So basically we'll be looking for a total revenue of $117.9 billion coming out of Apple. iPhone revenue alone would we're looking for 68.6. And if that falls short, could see the stock price falling. So we'll have that to look out for. Yep. And Amazon is another that you mentioned. Its shares surged 80% last year. So it was one of the the key reasons why US markets actually managed to do quite well. Tech stocks generally went higher. So the expectations from many analysts is that revenues might have jumped about 11% on a year earlier, could come out with record revenues of about $166 billion. But we can learn a lot about the American consumer and the shape the US economy is in from you know their spending habits. So this will get some attention. And Meta, the last one, that's the owner of Facebook. So they make most of their money by selling ads. So this will be a key focus looking at how much revenue they've brought in from that. Also, how many users their social networks have. The expectation is to see sales revenue of $39.1 billion, earnings per share of $4.83. Fun times. Tonight as well, we've got an interest rate decision out of the UK and some figures on manufacturing in the US. And tomorrow, relatively quiet as far as Company news is concerned that scheduled to no real major companies that with their results. But we will get an update on business inflation yep. for the December quarter. Correct. We'll have a great one, Laura, and you too, everyone. Chat tomorrow. Bye-bye. Bye. This podcast is prepared, approved, and distributed in Australia by Commonwealth Securities Limited, ABN 60067-254-399, AFSL 2388814. The information does not take into consideration your objectives, financial situation, or needs. Consider the appropriateness of the information before acting, and if necessary, seek appropriate professional advice. Listener.